morning, everybody, and welcome to the Some of Us on Universal Energy Radio. I'm Anna Bangulin, your spiritual humorist and mindset coach. And of course, of all things, we would be having some electronic issues. Apparently, there is some major outage on the East Coast with cell phones. So, of course, Liz is trying to get on here. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. I've um, utilized the Internet to call in. This is kind of different because we generally do um, use our cell phones. We use them for everything. I mean, everything from notes to, you know, obviously communication. So this is kind of interesting. Um, we've a, a lot of folks have uh, emailed me this morning. So I'm kind of monitoring email to see if she can get in here. Uh, if she can, that'd be great. Otherwise, um, if you have an Android phone and want to get on, I think you can you can do that. I'm not really sure. I just know that AT&T networks are down. So, <clears throat> um, Raven, Verizon is still working. Yeah, that's great. I used to have Verizon, and I switched. And, um, yeah, I think it's a, a very interesting uh, time uh, in the world right now where we're going to see things like this. And I'm curious as to... You know, I'm not a doomsdayer at all. I I just, I have a lot of people talking to me in different directions, and it's kind of fascinating to fill out everybody's idea of what's going on in the world, what's happening in the world. I try to stay on my own little planet. Uh, That doesn't happen all the time, especially lately. And that's something that Liz and I were going to chat about today is just all the things that are going on. um, I realized (laughs) it's not just a current realization, but um, I was thinking sometimes we just have to be in a space of observation. And as we observe what's going on in the world, how we are uh, standing in that energy and how we're being in that energy. And this is something yesterday I was very aware of, a really dear friend of mine and, and those that, are list- that have listened to our shows are familiar with the psychic bartender, Gloria Parker, who has really been on oxygen for about three and a half years due to COVID. And it's, it was a really scary ordeal a couple of weeks ago where she was in the hospital because she couldn't breathe. And so now they've got her back. They've got her on the big oxygen tank. Things are happening. And I was over there yesterday. And as, as much as she is, I don't like to use the word struggle, but that's really what it is now. It's just, watching someone who has such a very strong spirit be in a state of um, not, I don't want to use the word flight, fighting, fighting for it either because it's just being and allowing spirit source, the universe to move through her, to bring her whatever information, whether that's she shares with us or not. She's very much in tune with us, with source. She's like, she's always spirit guided. She always says it's a God job. So just being in observation mode of that, uh, not just that, but there's so much, so many other, I want to call them interesting things that are going on in the world. And I wonder, you know, those of us that are still here on the planet and we're, we're moving through this energy, sometimes it, it doesn't feel great. I'll say that. It's very different. It is a space of, no, for me, it's like knowing as I'm moving through this, it's like like I'm swimming through something that is definitely thicker than water, and that's very interesting. And it's not a bad, it's not a, a bad thing. It's not a not good thing, right? It's just this way of moving through and being starting to become very very aware of things that are happening and standing in a space of observation, really tuning into me and how I am. Am I reactor? reacting or interacting in the situation. And I think a lot of the situations are, could be emotionally, and to me, emotions first, then of course it's going to hit your physical body, but emotionally draining. And so it's very fascinating how that can, you know, I've watched people like, especially around Gloria, like people will come in and it's, I'm watching them and how they're chatting with her or looking at her. You know, she's lost a lot of weight. She just, uh, folks that haven't seen her in a while are, are, you know, they, sometimes they don't 
they show it on their face and they show, you know, they're very, they, they do, they, they pull into the emotions and things start going. And so this is, we're standing in a space of, of uplifting her and uplifting those that are around us. I mean, that's, to me, that's the most important thing is, um, you know, I, I'm not doing this. Oh, I've got to be strong. Da, da, da. It's not that at all. It's really, and I think for me, and this is what we were talking about yesterday, because there were four of us and we're all sitting around. And I said, when we stay in observation mode, we can really become cognizant of our own, like our own emotions and our own uh, space and how we fill that space. I mean, she has so many people who come and go and who help her um, stay there, who cook for her, who do so many things. And it's, it's so beautiful to watch all of these people coming together and just the ebb and flow of how it's going. And sometimes, and like yesterday, I went over there and I'm, I'm do, I feel like I should be doing something. You know, I might go gather the garbage and, and, you know, pack all that up and throw it out and stuff like that. Like doing, being in that space. Sometimes, um, what this has allowed me to do is just sit and be in this space with her. And whether or not she's communicating with me or not, or she's doing something else, that's okay. We're just in the same space. We're just holding space. I was, I, I did some Reiki on uh, her as well as uh, another, another person there, and that was nice. I mean, I haven't really worked with someone else using energy work um, I do it for myself. That's my, you know, it's my Zen, right? So I use my Reiki and my meditation and things like that in the morning. And it's wonderful to be able to share that with other people. But I came to a conclusion about uh, two years ago that I would not, these, this gift, that whatever that is, the energy that works through me, that gift, it is a gift. And if someone would like to partake in that gift, I ask them to, I want them to ask me. And so that was beautiful yesterday because there was an ask for someone and that was lovely. And I, and I said, yes, because I was in a space of, of giving because I know when I'm giving, I'm also receiving. And that's, it's, it's so like yesterday was like this epiphany thing, boom, 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 just going off. And it was just really interesting to be in that energy and be it's it wasn't an like you can go in and yeah some people when they're not well you'll walk in and, and the it's just not it's heavy but we I walked in and this the, it's alive the room is alive the space is alive and it was just it was a good feeling it was a nice feeling to be there and a nice feeling to have these delicious conversations with people and and it's that it's just the energy that fills the space and so you know I I thought about actually when I got up this morning and I, I had some email messages and I'm checking, I usually don't check email messages. So that's obviously spirit led. Right. And I get a message that says, um, is your phone on SOS? And I was like, what is that? What is SOS? And so I Googled it and it said, you know, obviously if there's a, a problem with, with your phone. So I didn't even address the issue that's happening. I, and I Googled it and I ended up, it said there's a, a nationwide power outage. I believe it's AT&T. It might be T-Mobile. Um, Raven, you said Verizon's good. So um, uh, Raven said she received two messages today, all signs from her son. I would love for you to share those if you would. I personally get those from my mom. My mom will, I will be driving down the road and hear um, Electric Light Orchestra, ELO. So when when that those songs come on, it's anything from ELO. Uh, it's my mom and my mom. I'll tell you, my mom's the traffic goddess. So if you're listening to this and you're in traffic, just call on Ruth and tell her to move the cars. And it's so interesting to watch what happens, how things move. I noticed actually yesterday as I'm coming back from um, Gloria's place, and it's like 45 minutes to an hour from my house and I'm on the major highway here in Atlanta, which is 285, which is last night was getting a little bit, you know, congested. And I did, I called on her and I, I'm like, you know, mom, I just, I just need to move through this. It doesn't have to be like at, you know, blasting speeds or anything. I just want to continue to move. I'm the kind of person that I'll take the long way as long as I keep going. <laughs> you know, I just need to be moving. And um, 
my lane was moving. It wasn't doing, you know, 50, 60 miles an hour, but we were doing 20, 30, and it was fine, and we were moving. My lane was moving. My lane. If you're familiar with Atlanta, we have average of five to six lanes per <laughs> going in one direction, okay? So um, I just giggle when it happens. Um, so it was really, really kind of a just, just these things that happen that I don't have to open my mouth. I'm just in thought and I'm in appreciation. It's not prayer of um, my head's down and I'm praying because I, I need to be lifted up because when you're in that space, understand that you've got to raise your vibration to be in a space of receiving. That's very important because I always tell people, um, I got a message from God and God said, when you pray, can you just look up and smile? Because when you look up and smile, I you raise your vibration. And that's what God, universe source, is connecting with, is your vibration. So anyway, okay, what, what are we saying? Uh, the first one was, well, I was doing polls and the answer was a song that shared it. Okay, believe, yeah. I know that song. I know that song. Okay, and another was about root beer floats. Those were one of Josh's favorites. Oh, I bet he loves it. I love those. Actually, my mom tells a story. She worked for um, A&W Root Beer back in the day. I mean, you're talking probably 50s, 60s. Um, but I, she, we, you, she made us root beer floats all the time. And But A&W was always the best root beer, right, for the float. Um, and, and it was a year ago. It was raining, and today it's raining. Yeah, so it's, isn't it interesting how we pick up on a little, when we know, to me, we have to notice those things. That's what I'm saying, observation. Be an observation, you know. And last night, there was a there was definitely a time when we were doing a rampage of appreciation for each other and that we're in the room and how we spent time talking and communicating. I know when Gloria was very, very not well <clears throat> and, um, she had gone to the hospital with COVID and then was out and basically stayed with her for about three months. And she, um, we talked to each other and, and really had these conversations about just things in our lives that had happened. And um, we probably communicated about things that we probably didn't talk about with each other or anyone else. And they weren't bad things. They were just things that, little stories that just kept coming up about childhood or about things that, you know, I mean, for her, she was one of the first female bartenders in Atlanta. So you can imagine her stories um, coming from New York city to Atlanta. Um, and there's obviously a journey in between there. So um, um, is it just a year ago today? Wow. Wow. So shout out to Josh who has, uh, who, who has, is not physically on the planet anymore, but he's definitely with us. Wow. That's amazing. It's so, it's so interesting how, um, yeah, you know, what's too, and it's not always, that's gotta be one of the not easiest place to be, Raven. I totally am sending you virtual hugs and love because I have a couple of friends who've lost their kids. I mean, you're, you're one of them. I mean, you've, uh, you've lost two kids and that is a, is it a loss though? Or is it, are you, I know you're still connected with them. I know they still communicate with you and that's so beautiful. And, you know, that's one of the things that Glow and I talked about because her daughter, she lost her daughter about 10 years ago. And um, one of the things she told me, and I think I talked about this before is, you know, she thought about, going off planet and she said the only thing is that after she goes off planet she would cease to be Jody's mom and she loved being Jody's mom and I thought what an interesting perspective because when you know when you leave this planet you become all that is I mean there's still that aspect of you but who we are on this planet right now which is the bigness of our consciousness right and the bigness of who we think we are right now we are so much more. We are way so much more than just this body and this this personality. This is just an essence of who we are. And it's, can you imagine? I mean, we run so much on automatic and we don't even realize it. Um, 
And that's something, too, we talked about because, you know, she's been on these breathing apparatuses. And, you know, we're those of us that are breathing on our own and our hearts are beating and our blood is pumping and things are happening. That makes us a human. That makes us here on this planet. But that breath is that thing, is that connection. And then when we cease to have that breath, we become omnipotent. We become all that is. We're not gone our physical bodies might have stopped and i mean that's not easy for us right because some of us humans we like hugs you know we like to to hold hands with those we love i mean i miss even as an adult i would sit on my mom's lap so i miss that sometimes i miss walking into her house which is still her house (laughs) that my dad and his his wife live in and i love that uh his wife honors my mother which is beautiful but you know I used to walk in there as soon as I got in we'd step in the door and there'd be this beautiful aroma of something cooking right something you know you think of all the little things that just make life life all the little special things that are like uh, the fresh baked bread or even cookies or you know those smells and of course you know I do know in, in some marketing fields they do um they do know that, that that stuff works. It draws people in because it hits your senses and it's so beautiful. And those are the little things that we want to remember and the little things that we want to keep in our heart because they're so special. Hang on. I did get an email from Liz. What is she saying? She's saying um, nothing is working. Hopefully we can get on Tuesday. Liz and I did. So Tuesday we didn't have a show because, of course, this lovely um, – blog talk was having some mechanical issues and um, uh, so I monitored it for 24 hours and really got down to um, you know around literally around 8:20, and I said I still cannot log on so we did not have a show on Tuesday last week of course uh, Jen uh, stepped in for us and, and that was fantastic Elise is coming back tonight and so she will be on with Liz on Tuesday and um I myself am still working out the kinks as to when I'm going to be hopping on as far as getting everybody out of the country and back into the country. This will be my last uh, trip for that to the airport. Not saying that's my last trip to the airport, but picking everybody up tonight and that's it. Um, My parking lot, of all the cars parked in my driveway, is starting to become minimal now back to the, the normal few that are usually in there. You know, there's a lot of stuff. It's like the past couple of months have just been really, really busy as we, um, and I don't, I don't like the word busy either. It's, it's, there are things that you want to do and be of service, but I also understand that there, at some point you have to stop. And that's honestly where I'm at right now. It's like, I'll pick a lease of them up. I'm leaving tomorrow to do a four day trip. I'm going down to Florida to do some R and R hopefully um, break bread with my kids a few times, spend a, a day with them. They're busy. They have, now Jaden has a job and Lil's got, you know, spend the night parties and all kinds of stuff. And I don't ever want to be the person that stops them from their life because now, you know, I've, I've waited so long to be able to, to be with them and I get to be with them about every six months. And now it's, I see them blossoming and just being, becoming the people that they are meant to be. And I think that's beautiful. But, and I do know that my son is definitely, um, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to at least having dinner with him Friday and Saturday night. So this will be good. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that and just some like woo sawing, basically just not doing anything and just being maybe do some uh, nature trails or go and see some manatees or something like that. But definitely no work. Um, I probably will bring one computer with me just for uh, communication purposes. But other than that, don't plan on doing any work. So that's, that is, um, I feel like is a well-deserved thing for me. Every, everybody that's flown back has not been well. So we've been doing our best to to nourish them, not only emotionally, but also physically as they stay in our home. And um, then as they get well, we send them on their way and taking care of the aunt that Elisa usually takes care of. And so working with her, not only just with her, but, we're remodeling part of her house. So that's been an interesting um, thing, you know, going back and forth with Glow. And then, you know, we just, and few, um, uh, my girlfriend's mom, you know, is, is also in a state of 
you know, got to check on her, make sure that she doesn't fall, make sure, you know, really working with a lot of our older uh, loved ones. And I think that's important as well. I love sitting around and listening to Glow's stories. Um, some of these are, you know, we want to write them down. We're trying to, we're trying to get that book out of her, a couple of books out of her too, before we started um, one of them, which is about, it is about her life, her way. And that's been, uh, it's just fascinating to, you know, read some of the stuff, but also talk to her about a lot that she's gone, gone through. And at some point I do hope to um, either have her on a show or get her to do some numerology. It just depends on her energy level, and we're working on that now. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of energy workers that are moving through her space, and there's a lot of different modalities. Um, I love all the little energy frequency scalar wave little gadgets that every time I show back up at her place, there's something new and inventive that's being put in there, and so um, there's a lot of love a whole lot of love for her and a whole lot of love for that space. So, um, and, and, and it goes on life, life happens. I had actually had a little conversation with a a gentleman new to me client. Um, don't think he will be a client for very much longer as, um, for me, I, I always say how you do anything is how you do everything. And that's sort of an underlying tone to, um, to your life. So for me, it is about observing, stepping back and observing, and what am I choosing to do and who am I choosing to work with. And when you cannot clearly communicate with someone and they and they like to twist things, that to me is non-communication. And if I cannot communicate with you, I cannot work with you. And that is a very sad place to be sometimes. So, um, and you know, I'm and I'm not asking how this person showed up in my space. I am looking for the gift in the space. So um, I had started out, this gentleman started out as a marketing client and redoing his site. There were some stipulations that weren't followed and he got upset at me, which I, I require his information for me to get my information. So and like I, I work with clients, it's like, I don't, necessarily know your business. I do have a few clients that I actually do know their business because I was in that business for a long time. So in order to create product or create websites and things like that, I can, you know, I can put stuff in there, but if I don't, if I'm not real familiar with your product and I really, there was a very simplistic way to create a website and it it just didn't happen. And so this gentleman was not happy with me. Um, there, his wife and son are involved in this as well. His son is, is a bit tech savvy. So, um, he and I are now communicating and we're back on a plan and not all is lost. The gentleman just does not understand technology and that's fine. Some people just do not. And that's fine. And I was spoken to in a way that, um, honestly, I've I could count on one hand when someone has, you know, raised their voice at me or said very not nice things to me. And so, um, and this was not, this was like a literal conversation we had on the phone. And he had texted me earlier saying, you know, he's, his son's going to have to handle things. He was just done. Um, and then he called me, which I thought was unusual because he was texting all this, you know, I'm done kind of thing. My time is important. Da, 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 da. And <clears throat> he did call me and I, I talked to him and I don't know why he called me. I think he called to, to, uh, I I don't know, maybe to scold me like a child, but I, you know, it's like, okay, but I can't, I couldn't do anything because I didn't have the information because they didn't provide it. So it was this domino effect of things. And so, um, I, I look at that. I'm an observation of that. You know, at first it took me aback because honestly, I'll be honest. I don't, People, I don't have people yelling at me. That's not a, that's not a, I don't want to say a daily, monthly, yearly occurrence. It's just not an occurrence. If they're yelling at me, they're across a room or across a yard or across somewhere where they have to raise their voice. Other than that, I don't have people raising their voice at me. And so to have this grown adult act like a five-year-old was very interesting. Um, anyway, his son, however, 
um, messaged me yesterday, and he was uh, he was very appreciative. He said, thank you for continually working with me and my mom on this project. I said, no problem. I finish what I start. I will finish what I started and what I put out there that I would do, but after that, I'm done. Because when you have that connection to those energies in that space, I that's going to be a not easy company to try to keep up and this is a startup it's new it's it's it hasn't been something you know they've been struggling with an with another site for about a year and they were not able to make any any sales um even though they do these little stores um and little they go to different areas and they do what they call pop-up stores um they could not make internet sales so What's happening now is we're build, we built a site that much more friendly, much easier to use. They can actually get into the back end of this and make changes. And those, that's for me, I'm about educating. I like to educate people. So if I build something, I'm going to show you how to use it. This is your, and you can take it and go from there. But I will not be doing any marketing strategy with them. I've already said no. So that is done. You have to draw your boundaries. And I, you know, these are, these are the gifts that are coming out of all this, all of this that's happening right now is, you know, it's okay to say no, you can draw your boundaries. You can make space for yourself. This is a huge, huge thing. Take care of yourself first. And that's one of the things that I didn't lose it, but I just dove into a lot of different projects and a lot of things that I wanted to do, you know, in my space that it's it's almost like a, a juggling act at some point when you've got all of these people that you feel, and I'm going to use that word, you feel like you're responsible for, and you feel like you have to take responsibility for. And it, you don't, because it's not yours. And so I think that's the difference. Um, even And even stepping back with my kids, like, I was going to go see them last weekend. My dad came in and his wife, and they were not feeling well, so we canceled that, moved it to this weekend. And then my daughter messages me. Now, she had things going on last weekend. Same thing. She had an event on Saturday, so I would only get to see her Saturday night and Sunday. This is the same thing that's happening this weekend. She has an event Thursday. Um, It's a huge – I love it. I love that my kids are – they've got friends. They have people that are doing things. My son has a job and he's in college and he's doing all this stuff. And it's like, they're busy. And I don't ever, yes, I would love to spend time with them, but I also don't want to detract from their lives and what they have built up. And this is something that, you know, I've honestly been putting out into the universe that especially with my daughter, because she's a 62, <laughs> numerology wise, let's talk about that. Six is love and family. She comes from her heart and a deck of cards. She is a queen of hearts. Um, she's a two. And she told me when she moved to Florida, nice. She's like, I need friends. I just absolutely need friends. I said, I know you do, baby. Well, she's got friends from my, what my son says. She's a social butterfly. So I'm, I'm, I want that to be special for her. I grew up with so many friends, even friends that I have today from when I was, you know, really primarily the ones that I grew up from like age 11 and 12, I still have connections with a lot of those. And um, some have found me that I went to elementary school in South Carolina where I lived until I was about 11. (laughs) So it's amazing how you have those connections with people. And so I want that for my kids. My son, however, is very intellectual. He is, um, he's very much, you know, looking for someone who has, or looking for people who have the same interests with him, with him. And I said, what are your interests here? And he said, oh, well, cars, Legos, and music. I said, well, you know, you're going to get people that are interested in maybe one, maybe two of those, but I don't know that you're always going to find people that are interested in, in three of those. And then, of course, um, you know, he did have a girlfriend at some point. She broke his heart. So there's all of that that we talk about. And it's very, very sweet. He's just a sweet young man. And he's like, well, I hope I have an opportunity to, to, to date again and have another girlfriend. I said, you know, you're so young. He's 17. He'll be 18 at the end of March. And it's like this guy, he's so beautiful. Um, I kind of chuckle. I say he's a 17-year-old. He's a 70-year-old in a 17-year-old body. He is a, as far as numerology goes, that he's a 55-10-1. He's an old soul. 
And I love that about him. He very much is. My daughter is very empathic. Um, I would love to get her into something that's developing that for her. Um, there is zero conversation between her and, I mean, between me and her biological mother. So until these kids are older, Jaden, of course, is aged out, so he's good. I have a couple, two and a half years with Lil. And as soon as she ages out, then it's, I don't want to say it's beginning because it's already done, but my connection with them can be a little more, you know, we could possibly do some traveling together or spend, let's spend more time together. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I said, well, if I, I couldn't really finish watch, think, watching them grow up, I mean, I did it from a distance. I said, but at least I, you know, can hang out with them as, as adults. So that would be cool. So there's always conversation and travel, always conversation of things that we're going to do. And I, my plan is to make it happen. But these guys are so beautiful. And I, I know, I look at, I love the fact that I know numerology enough. <laughs> and I say enough because Elisa is our, our expert, right? I know enough to really understand them as people um, or get a clue as to who they are as people, <clears throat> excuse me. And I love the fact that my son is an old soul and then my daughter leads from her heart and to know those things about them. It's like, you know, her, their other mom, you know, we'll call it, excuse me, <clears throat> a, um, a drama queen. And I'm like, well, she's, she leads from her heart. So she's super emotional. <laughs> you know, this is what I know about her. So I'm not going to berate her for being an emotional, um, being emotional about things. But she did tell me, you know, cause she, she's going to be 15 soon. And I've asked her, it's like, well, honey, is there, you know, cause when Jaden had his girlfriend, I said, you know, do you like anybody? And she said, you know, I have enough time. I have enough of a time working with my own emotions. I don't know that I can deal with someone else's right now. And I'm like, these are such smart kids, right? They're just so super smart. Um, I, you know, I, I don't remember what it's like at, you know, going through all the emotional spirals as a teenager. I mean, maybe a few glimpses, but I can't, I don't even want to go there now in this day and time and what that's like. There's so many subjects and so many things. And I've told my kids, I said, you know, you can talk to me about anything with zero judgment, um, which I don't know that they, they get that, uh, on the other side, not that there's judgment, but sometimes there is that um, if it's not familiar or if it's not like me, I think that's the thing when people are different. And I remember that as a young person uh, sitting at the dining room table ha uh, doing homework with my brother and my parents would say, you know, I was the, I was the honor student and this isn't about ego or anything, but I was that kid and then my brother was the athlete, right? So my parents would be like, you know, why can't you do this like your sister? Why can't you have these grades like your sister? And I remember at a young age just really saying to my parents that he's not me and I'm not him. You know, we're, we're two totally different beings and we have two totally different ways of, of looking at life. And we're not going to be, and we were, we're different. We're very, very different Um I, I love it when I hang out with my brother because he has such great ideas. Usually he's the idea person and I'm the implementer. I mean, that's what we, we were when we worked together. He's, he could, we could brainstorm together and it would come up with some amazing things. And um, my nickname for him uh, was Schmoozer because he definitely is a, a, a talker. Like, obviously I'm a talker. We get that from our mother and <laughs> it's, and that's his people love him. Um, people love him and, and he's a chiropractor, which is great. He, he's also in the, I call it the healing field, you know, in the wellness field. So, um, and he's just, but he's, he's got that foot in the practical on the earth planted. Uh, this is the way it should be. So, you know, love him. And at the same time, there's some things we just, we don't talk about. And then there's some things that we do talk about, but love, love my siblings very much. So I, um, <clears throat> oh, I'm just, I'm rambling on here. So uh, I, I'm not seeing any callers and I'm just, I'm wondering if that's just because of the outage that's going on there. So, and obviously Liz, it's like, it's a, a sum of me show, <laughs> some of us, but um <clears throat> 
it's kind of interesting that uh, <clears throat> I wonder what the universe is up to um, um, with all of this energy, energy disruption and energy shifting. And it's, it's curious, like <clears throat> I like humor and things. So one of the things that, uh, you know, I thought about was look at how so many people function and how things work. And we're so uh, used to slash um, rely on the internet or cell service or any of those things. And my curiosity is what would happen if we didn't have the internet? What would happen if we didn't have cell phones? What would happen? You know, and I don't ask those questions because those could be very powerful questions. And at the same time, could this be another way for, for people to, you know, disruption, COVID, disruption. What are we not supposed to be looking at? You know, here's my here's my uh, pseudo conspiracy theory idea of what are we not supposed to be looking at? So look in the other look in the other direction because that's going to be uh, what this is about. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, let me check my phone again. And see, that was still there. So yeah, very very fascinating. Like I think with um, you know. I, with the conveniences that we have, uh, the the way we can reach out and communicate with people instantaneously or supposedly instantaneously, when before, I mean, it, I I am not afraid to say yes. I you know was one of the first people that when the fax machines came out, I had to run out and get myself a fax machine. I had to. Um, you know, I had the the mobile phone that flipped open that was like big and bulky with the antenna. You know, it's it's all kinds of. I look at the evolution of technology and how things have really progressed, and I I appreciate it. I am super super appreciative of it. At the same time, I think it has created some chaos in the world, and that we don't uh, we don't stop. We don't take time. There are more people who are on antidepressants and high blood pressure medicine and they don't eat healthy because they're too busy to stop and make a fresh meal or, or eat some greens. You know, I, I do have a motto, eat something green every day. And it's, that's changed. That's changed me as a person is being starting to become very, very aware of what I'm putting in my body, how I'm being in my space. And that's why when things come up that are disruptive, it's like, what is my gift and how do I set my boundary with this? And um, I am a person that does, um, that loves to, I love to help people. I mean, that's, that's my thing. I do. And I found out that my stress is when I am being pulled in multiple directions and I cannot be multiple people and I can't solve everybody's issues all at the same time and that's frustrating for me because I want to be there I got a call a couple nights ago that not a call I got a text message at one o'clock in the morning that glow's oxygen machine had died you know and I'm like oh man you know I said do I need to come over which is kind of crazy because I'm almost an hour away so it's like you know what would what needs to happen and they're like well the paramedics are here and the fire you know so really it was just somebody filling me in on what was going on but that was a little scary for me because I can't be at her space 24 hours a day seven days a week and take care of my space and my needs and my aunt's needs and you know my kids needs and like, you know, it's that thing. You're so pulled in so many directions and you just want to, you just, you, I want to be everywhere all at once, but I also want to be in the physical (laughs) here on this planet. Right. Because sometimes when we, we try to pull ourselves and think that we're unlimited and we can do those things as a physical human, it doesn't happen. Um, One of the the gentlemen, one of my mentors, when I started uh, the reason why I started Universal Energy Radio, and I, Liz and Elisa, and I really uh, got together to do this, um, Mr. Trey Black, and he was Source Energy Radio, and we were on, Liz and I were on that station uh, before he passed, and, but his big, his big thing was being unlimited, 
um, I would, we would do Zoom calls together and he would talk about being unlimited, unlimited being. It was a, it was a, you know, Abraham talks about beating the drum of something. Most people beat the drum of the lack of the, I don't have and I can't afford and all that. He was beating the drum of unlimited. <clears throat> this is a, a beautiful, healthy man. We're all surprised when we got the call that he had passed away. And I said, he became that thought that he had continually had, which is becoming an unlimited being. I want to know what it's like to be unlimited. And there you go, being unlimited. If we know that and understand that being on this planet as not nice as it is sometimes, this is about us sharing our energy with source. It is that. It is just that. How we do that, source, you know, and I don't, I'm not saying this to be negative, but source doesn't care. Source, the best feeling energy and the connectivity energy is always going to be happy, love, joy, peace, compassion, kindness. Okay? You're going to connect with source. It's going to be like a buzzy feel good, like you had a couple of cocktails. When you don't have that, it feels agitating, it feels disconnected, it's hurtful, it's painful. It's all of those things that it's like walking on Legos with no shoes, okay? That's what not connecting with source is like. You're never not not connected, but when you resist what source is bringing in for you, that's what it feels like. And that I'm I'm only sharing my perspective, but you can get it. Like be in the state of meditation, you get it. I mean, I have been in a car that I've had to pull over because I've had source coming in and it felt like a, a good buzz. I had to pull over and I said, unless you guys can drive this car, there, I've, you've got to stop doing that. I love you and it feels good. Like hit me when I'm sitting at my desk or hit me when I'm sitting, you know, just chilling somewhere. But don't hit me while I'm driving a vehicle <laughs> unless you want to drive me on. Jesus, take the wheel. That's it right there. Like Jesus, take the wheel right now <laughs> because that's what it's like. And then the opposite is true um, when it doesn't feel good. But that's the contrast that drives us most of the time to be, do, have more. And I don't mean that in a necessarily material way, but more peace in your life, more love in your life, more joy in your life, which creates more abundance in your life in whatever way you want. Abundance of people, abundance of money, which is a, a thing. Uh, abundance of wealth in ways that you probably haven't even thought of. And I think that's the beautiful part because most of us, you know, we jokingly say, especially those of us in the United States, we have first world problems. We really do. Um, my brother, my brother's actually here. Uh, he flew in on before my dad left on Sunday and he and I sat in the afternoon and he was talking about some things uh, that were happening, and he just looked at me, and he said, he said, small world problems. I go, I think you mean first world problems. He said, yeah, that, and it's because the stuff that we're really irritated at are things that uh, we should really be blessed to have it. Um, he has some offices here, and he has people managing those offices, so it's, he's talking about the, the people and the management and everything else, and it's like, we understand that that's completely fixable. You know, you, you can change things. Um, you can't always make people do what you want them to do, but you can help them understand how going in a certain direction can be beneficial, not only for them, but for everybody involved. And I think that's just, that's a communication issue. With the, it's an issue, but I would say that most of the issues that do come up for, I know for me and my brother, especially, you know, we call them first world issues because um, we have so many conveniences here. You know, I could get into a rampage of appreciation for my washer and dryer. I mean, I'm very blessed to be able to have a home where people, you know, do come and stay. And, you know, sometimes that turnover, I've got, you know, a whole, you know, 24 hours or maybe even less than that. And it hasn't really ever been less than it's I've had one time where I had somebody leave that morning and then somebody come and visiting that afternoon. Okay. That's crazy. But 
it's okay because guess what? I have multiple sets of sheets. I have multiple towels. I have multiple washcloths. You think about that stuff. And some countries, they don't have that stuff. I know, you know, because we send that stuff over to other countries. And it's like we, you know, you look at those things to be able to um, <clears throat> pets. I mean, have kids, have all the things that, that we get to do. You know, the one thing that I understand about my children is they don't lack. My children only, the, the thing that I wanted to be was in their lives. And then my kids also made me aware that the fact that we only see each other like every month, every six weeks, makes it more, and, and my, this is my son, makes it more magical when we're together. And he says, I, I don't know that it would be this magical if we saw each other every day and we lived it. And I said, I, buddy, I don't know, but I feel like we would make it magical. But that's just me. I mean, that's just me. But when we are together, it is such a good time. But that's the thing. It's like they, if, if, it's, if I would say my kids were lacking, it was with time with me. Well, isn't that selfish? Isn't that egoic? <laughs> so it's those things. So I look at how they become with or without me. And it's beautiful. They're good humans. They're beautiful humans. What does that say about my ex? Well, hopefully something positive. I don't know. There's no communication there. So I praise the universe, source, God, my mom, <laughs> for watching over them because that was a constant, mom, watch over them, please. And so, you know, I always go back to my kids because that's what I understand, right? That's what, that's my big beef is that. But these kids have, they have, they are not lacking at all. And I think that is, something, I don't know why that was in the back of my head. It's like, of course, they're not going to lack. I mean, they've got, um, they've got support. They definitely have support on my family side. Push comes to shove, they've got it on the other side as well. It's a whole different dynamic over there, but they have it, and that's okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I look around at just the stuff I have, and I think, how did I accumulate so much stuff? Um, how, what do I do with it? If it's been in a box, for six months, and I open that box and go, oh, there that is. I wasn't missing it, but there it is, and so now I want that. And I, I'm thinking about that, too, because I still have this big house, and my cousin, who I bought it from, still has stuff in my basement, and we're talking about moving. You know, it's that. There's an abundance of things here. There's abundance of space. There's an abundance here, and I love to share that abundance. So it's like, think about the things that you have in your space, in your life, I know sometimes we think about what we didn't have or what we didn't get to share in or what we didn't get to, to be in that space. But think about that. Think about what you have right now and appreciate that. Appreciate it for what it is. I mean, I have this – actually, I just looked over, and there's this huge, like, coat that you would wear in Alaska sitting – it's hung, hanging up on the back of this door in my office, and I'm just chuckling at it because it's like I've had that coat probably – close to 15 years and I probably only wear it once or twice a year but I am so appreciative of that coat when I do get to wear it so it's that thing that little the, the thing that you you don't necessarily need but when it's when you get to use it it's like awesome so I'm you know go point at all I mean I'm just looking around at all the stuff and it's like wow I got stuff blessed to have it but also blessed to be moving it out of my space. You know, it's um, my father constantly is like, he's like, simplify, 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 which I think is funny because his wife uh, now, I know for Christmas that whole house explodes, which it never did before. So, um, and those that, I don't know if you know my backstory, I was a baptized Roman Catholic and raised as a Jehovah's Witness. So it's like, I didn't have holidays. We didn't, we didn't, celebrate birthdays we didn't do any of that stuff now and his wife is like the polar just opposite of that she celebrates everything and she wants to celebrate you know you as a person she wants to celebrate the holidays and she decorates and she does all this stuff which is I see my dad and he's so happy and he giggles about it and he let he and not that he lets her I don't want to use that because She's not one of those people like asking permission, but she is just, it's really cute to watch him. And then he giggles about it. And he's like, and, he, and then he told me uh, not too long ago, he goes, I don't know how she stores all that stuff, but she can pack it all in like 
a few containers and put it away and I'm like, that's pretty, that's pretty good. You know, that's pretty good. I like it. Anyway, I'm rambling here. Um, what can I say, folks? It's this, you know, we talk about this, uh, uh, Sources Unlimited Miracles, okay? That's what this show is about. Sources Unlimited Miracles. If you look at uh, back to all the things you have and all the things that have happened in your life, whether you call it good or not good, source has your back. The universe has your back. I know some of us now, especially me, like I'm, I'll be 60 next month, and there's so much that comes with that. And I said, I can't imagine, um, I don't want to imagine, had I not shifted and moved my perspective and moved how I am, am in the world, personally myself, to, to not allow a lot of the things that have gone on to affect me in a way that would change me into someone who is bitter and unhappy and that's huge for me because I see so many people in the world who are just not happy and there are some you know I can tell you I'm related to some of them because that that's conversation sometimes that comes up and I do my best to help shift perspective and sometimes it doesn't work when they're beating the drum of the same you know for me, it's like if somebody comes to me and they're telling me something about a situation or another person, uh, the first thing I ask them is, have you had the conversation with that person? And if they say no, then I say, first thing you need to do is have that conversation with that person. You know what? It's not easy. It's not easy to have those not easy conversations. I know that. And stand in observation of what's going to happen if you don't have it. Observation. Don't don't let all the emotions come in. Just have that conversation. We that's something that we don't do as human beings. We don't some of us don't ask questions. Some of us don't don't question what's going on around us. A lot of us just let it let it go and then we let it come up inside and it just becomes this thing within us. And it's like if you don't have that communication, it's just going to be inside of you and that thing that doesn't feel so good is going to stay there. So have the conversations, have the not easy conversations. Tell people that you love them. Tell people that you care for them. Tell people how you really feel because that, you know, we sometimes, and I don't, I don't know, I, I, I do and I don't know about this. I do know about it from a flip side is that some people will not have that, uh, that will hold back that emotion or hold back that feeling because they're either too embarrassed or um, they just feel like I, if I say to that person, I love you, and they reject me or they say they don't. Well, here's the deal. The idea is to love everybody because we're all here on this planet doing the best we can with what we have. And that's fine. And when we understand if we just love, even if I don't know somebody, I still send them love because love is the one thing, first of all, it elevates and it lifts. And it's, I'm, not holding, I'm not holding back. Like I'm not going to say I don't. I'm not going to look at you and not say I love you because I'm mad at you because it doesn't matter. I still love you. I love for you making my life interesting, Okay. And that's a really weird perspective. Some people are like, well, what do you mean? Like, if you're mad at somebody, it's like, think about, think about your life and how, for me, honestly, I'm going to go back just real quick. And I know we only have a few minutes left, but when my ex left with the children and I was so angry and sad and I had all, I was anxious, like everything, right? But once I finally sat in observation mode of it, it's like we were living this kind of mundane existence. I was moving in a direction of really, you know, getting into my own self-improvement and all of it, you know, and, and she was focused on raising kids. And it's just we didn't have these conversations. We didn't have the conversations that really mattered. 
right? And so it's almost like we were speaking two different languages, even though we were both in the working towards the wellness industry, if you will. I mean, she was in childbirth education. Here I am, life coach. And I think that lack of communication, lack of holding information back, uh, not understanding and really going in two different directions. Once I realized that, you know, this is the universe's way of growing and expanding you, and it doesn't feel good to split you apart so that you grow and expand in the ways that you are supposed to grow and expand. It doesn't mean that other person would come with you. You know, my hope was that other person would come with me, but that other person, person is on a totally different path, even today on a totally different path. So understand that even though we might be with someone and, and that, you know, just, as I'm saying, have the conversations because it's okay to be on different paths and be together. It's okay to, to as long as you have that communication. And I do, the thing is, I do love, I don't hate my ex. That's just not a word I want to use. Was I mad for a while? Yes. Do I care for this person? Yes. Do I care for a lot of people? Yes. I don't care. I don't care to the point where I'm going to tear myself up for someone else's stuff, but I will send people love and I do love people and hold them in your space. So Raven, what are you saying? We are all from one source and love is what we are. Yes. Thank you very much. But we all have free will and we choose to go through these feelings. And for most of us, it is helpful. It can keep us moving forward. Yes. Oh, I love it. I got goosebumps on that. But it's so true. This is about our growth and expansion, however that looks. And sometimes it means divorce. Sometimes it means loss of a child, loss of a parent, you know, loss of a spouse. I mean, all those things. And it's like those little things are like turning left at Albuquerque, right? We got to go in this direction now. We're going to move in this direction. We're going to look in this direction. Um, Raymond's like, I don't have time. No, should should you not? You shouldn't have to feel for others. And empaths, sometimes we have, you know, you have to understand. And apparently, I have this innately where I can block that because someone said, why aren't you, why aren't you doing readings and all that stuff? Because I don't want to open myself up to other people's emotions. I get it, and I can also be the person that can stand in a room where everybody's crying and just try to hold space for everybody. Because I know they're, they're upset, they're coming from a place of love. In most cases, that love, either love of, of, a, of a loss or love of a hurt or something like that, it's from love. And when you turn it around like that, yes, you can empathize. I love it. So as humans, we're here to love and be joy and kind and grateful and all that. And sometimes we're not. And I get that because we're human. I'm going to continue to reiterate that. And if we can just stick with, you know, our own, yeah, you're right, Raven, and stick with your own uh, feels, <laughs> you know, deal with your own feels, right? Be be that person for yourself. Be strong in your strong and in your ability to grow and expand. You have to be that person. Because you then become the example for other people. And other people, it's something that I'm just now understanding, that other people want to be in your energy because you're that person. All right, folks, I got a few seconds left. But um, I just wanted to hop on here, talk about Sources Unlimited Miracles. You know, being human, that's one of Sources Unlimited Miracles. Um, I love you all. And uh, Raven, thank you so much for being in this space with me. I appreciate and love you. Uh, Liz and Elisa will be back on Tuesday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And, uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Raven. I appreciate you. And you have a great, wonderful day and amazing weekend. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you all for listening to Universal Energy Radio. And you know you're infinitely loved.
me that you like. 